Well, good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. It's my joy to be on the air. I've been off for three weeks. I, we had Mother's Justice uh, breakfast uh, uh, not, uh, on, on November 9th. It was wonderful. I want to thank everyone for coming out and all the people who support uh, who support us as we keep doing this work for justice. Uh, uh, and also, uh, I think uh, Chukunda Salisbury was here one weekend, uh, one, one Monday. And guess what? My oh my, Salisbury was here last uh, uh, another week. So anyway, that's what happens sometimes. But I'm glad to be here today, looking at a good show. Let's bring Mr. Ryan on because he's always right on the on the on the minute and always have a moment well, for good stuff to let us know what's going on. How you doing, Mr. Ryan? How you doing, Reverend Harriet? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm looking forward to a good week here. Uh, and are you good? Yeah, I am. A, I'm a little upset though. <laughs> I heard oh, well, what's upsetting you? You're not details that, that uh, the Voting Rights Act of 1965 is uh, being gutted. And uh, I haven't uh, heard of the clarification. I haven't talked to a member of the Congressional Black Caucus, like Hank Johnson, who's on the House Judiciary Committee, to get a clear understanding. But, you know, it's uh, really a sad state of affairs when we have uh, African Americans, uh, you know, at every branch of the military, uh, they're on foreign over, uh, right now uh, in uh, South, South Korea. Uh, they're in England. Uh, they're in the Mediterranean, uh, defending uh, folks in South China Sea, uh, defending everybody's freedom. And you know, we don't have uh, African Americans don't have the freedom here, especially after being uh, the best patriot that America has ever known, build the country for free die in every war, including in segregated armies. And it's a sad state of affairs when, uh, and I've had on my Facebook page, people need to look up the contributions made by African-Americans, specifically during World War II, when uh, outfits such as the Real Black Panthers liberated concentration camps. Uh, The 761st Tank Battalion liberated uh, Jews from concentration camps. And then to turn back around, I know it was a long time ago, but that's why uh, some people don't want our history to be known. But uh, it's really unfortunate, a sad situation after all that and then having blacks in the military standing ready to defend Israel. And we have Ed Bloom and Stephen Miller, two Jews who are doing everything they can to take uh, opportunities away from black folks. Uh, well, now, how, how do we know that? I mean, has Congress... Against all major colleges and universities, uh, specifically well, aimed at black people. And Stephen Miller, even though he's Jewish, right. he's promoting a neo-Nazi agenda. And he certainly well, was right. Mr. Wright, I mean, now, is this on the agenda? Who's, who's bringing this forth? The House of Representatives? It can't come from the Senate. So who's bringing no, this no, forth? No, no, it's through the courts. It's through the courts. Oh, I mean, has the, the Supreme court, court agreed? The court challenge. Uh, to, okay, a court uh, challenge. But has the, court, has the Supreme Court uh, agreed to hear it? Now that I have to get that information. This idea. Okay, 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 okay. Because we someone, we don't know. I mean, we don't know. And then we need to find out who's challenging it. I mean, uh, uh, so we can have the you know, so we can know know more about it. But Mr. Wright, we've been fighting for equal rights ever since we've been here, uh, and it seems like everybody else sometimes we forget. Uh, you know, it looks like it gets lost somewhere. Uh, that uh, that's why we still have all this stuff in the world because this slavery issue has never been reconciled. I mean, we wouldn't have this trouble today. Go ahead. African descendants of the United States enslaved in this country are the most patriotic people in the world. You go off and defend the country in segregated units. You come back to segregation in Washington in in the country. And then after you die in the Vietnam War, uh, you come back here in the Korean War, and you come back here to redlining and uh, bogus opportunities with all this infrastructure, Jobs Act money, uh, you know, it's just the same old, same old. And, you know, we have uh, 10 black truckers who were at a meeting about three weeks ago, and the, the, uh, they hired a minority uh, outreach firm uh, to bring them together. And uh, during the meeting, uh, they said, well, you know, uh, we'll have opportunities in the future, uh, but we only have these <laughs> two trucks now. And that's specialty contracting. So uh, 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 Elton Mason said, well, who was awarded the, the dump truck ser- service? Well, that's confidential. Elton Mason says, no, it's not. You didn't put it out for bid. 
and Joe Grady, Grady uh, Trucking Excavating, got it for $11 million, and they're making a sham out of what is supposed to be the federal law about doing outreach to provide opportunities, and it's just not happening. Because of the well, but, but you know, it, it, know that, that that's true. It's not going to do anything to no, bring it's not. justice to black no. folks in the country. And he's a no, sad but, state. Uh, Mr. Ride, you, know, right, you know, nothing is going to happen until we take it into our own hands. And one way we can do that is go from November, from Thanksgiving to Easter, not buy anything. I mean, what we have, we have not used for a long, long time. And we keep depending on the system to help us out. They're not going to do it. I mean, they've proven time and time again, they give us one and then they go back with, you know, with Clarence Thomas and other people to take it back. But why don't we organize what we can do? Well, I'm, I'm interested in anything that will work, but I think the most important thing is for people to have the information. Well, I agree, and I really appreciate that. I mean, I really think they need to have the information, but we need yeah, to also have a strategy. Is that I'm going to be talking to some other members of the clergy as well as uh, uh, folks from like the breakfast group and some of the fraternities and sororities. We need to have a black presence in all city council meetings. Churches can ro uh, rotate. Uh, when the mayor is speaking, there needs to be something. When the attacks on uh, uh, Brent Jones, the superintendent of public schools, we'd have a presence at the school board meeting whether it's in Seattle, in Kent, in Britain. Yeah, that's what has to happen. We, are, but we need to show up because if you're out of sight, you're out We of need mind. to show up. We need to show up because our people don't, they're, they're not the same people that they were 60 years ago when they organized. We're not. I mean, affirmative action and good jobs stopped the organizing. <laughs> so we have well, to take responsibility and get out there and organize. I mean, like it is in other places, see, the, the people don't show we up. Can't ignore, we can't ignore what people are doing in the courts. We can't know. Oh, can't no, you cannot. We, can, we and, cannot and so, ignore uh, that. We, yeah, we cannot so, ignore that. That's what, yeah, right. And then we also have to hold our elected officials accountable. That's oh, thing. definitely, definitely. And I think the Black Caucus ought to be doing more. I mean, you know, that that's a group that has a voice. I mean, they should have a, they should have a spot on all the Black radio stations every week. I mean, that's well, something they, they, they could have, do. Yeah, well, I had... Uh, Hank Johnson on last week. Uh, on well, I know you do a good job now. And then so you I do have, a good uh, job. Congressman Bobby Scott, who I well, was talking yeah. with about, well, he's a ranking member of the House Education yeah, Relations right. Committee. That's right. And he was he yeah. shared with me already. Every time they come and give a report to the committee, I ask about the numbers. Well, we have all the minorities left together. He said, well, no, I need to see what, what, what my people are doing. I need that's to see right. what black folks are doing. That's, the that's right. That's everywhere. right. That's right. That's but right. That's what we have to do. It's right. broken down. We know that nothing's happening. And the sad thing about it is the Democrats in charge of everything on the side of the mountain. Wait, but see, they're not our friends, Mr. Wright. We don't have no friends. At the end of the day, cheese stands alone. Hi, yo, the chair, yo, the cheese stands alone. I mean, I vote, we vote the Democratic ticket for our, for, our, for, for what the history. I mean, I vote for the Supreme Court, but they might get a better judge. But I mean, at the end of the day, they're going to stand up. I mean, they don't stand up for us, you know. Uh, but I do vote that ticket. I voted for my grandmother and all the people who could not vote when I grew up. Oh, but where are yeah, their strength? Yeah, I definitely understand that. But I, we, that's one thing. Plus, we have uh, like the Lauren Miller Bar Association right. uh, and other uh, black law clubs. Uh, you know, I, 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 I'm going to make it an effort to try to get some of them on my program. So well, that's a good idea. You know what, bro? We should get in touch with Ron Moore, you know? I mean, because, you know, he's really an active and has done a lot, I mean, with well, training, yeah, you know, yeah, with young lawyers. Someone that's been all the way to the Supreme Court twice. And Lim was also very active in politics, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. Got, so, yeah so I'll definitely right. have him on to talk about this as well. I think that's a good idea to have, you know, have a lawyer on, I mean, often, because, you know, I mean, because there, there's other little things that's happening in the court that we sometimes we miss. Uh, unless it's unless it's such a landmark case, such as you know, like overturning what they did the other day, you know, with Roe v. Wade, and then uh, coming back for for, uh, for 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 the civil rights issues and all those kinds of things. But I know for well, sure because I'm a student of history, just like you are. But we've had good Supreme Courts. We haven't had a good Supreme Court, uh, you know, since the, since the Burger Court and uh, with the Thurgood Marshall and all of yeah. those. And then you have a dry spell in there, and you get somebody like Clarence Thomas who absolutely. Uh, who's turned back the hand of time. And you just never know when these people bring bring these cases. It could be coming from uh, his wife or somebody else. Somebody could be bringing a case <laughs> case that, that's connected to, a, to, a, to a, a Clarence Thomas' wife, see. 
Yeah, that's why uh, Congressman Hank Johnson mentioned. As a matter of fact, if people go to Alexa right now, they can hear the Clarence. Uh, they can hear the uh, Congressman Hank Johnson. He's a ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee, and he has right. a law uh, bill that I guess will be heard fairly soon. It's about bringing accountability and ethics to the Supreme Court. I don't have the name right, right in front of me now, but I'll share it with you because that's something we need to keep an okay, eye. Okay, well, that's what's needed. I mean, that's what's needed because Clarence Thomas just sold his soul to the to the company store. I mean, really and truly, and uh, uh, and he was a sorry replacement for the good work that Thurgood Marshall did. Thurgood Marshall spent his whole life trying to get trying to liberate us, and uh, and uh, and uh, and Clarence Thomas has spent his whole life trying to put us back in bondage. That's exactly what the deal is. And how to use affirmative action for everything he got. Well, yeah, and he wants to put us back in bondage. I mean, and uh, and also the the young people who brought this case about affirmative action did not know that uh, that Thurgood Marshall case uh, went to uh, went to the Supreme Court about a, a Asian woman. I think it was a Chinese woman uh, uh, in the early tw- in, uh, early in his career, so that uh, she could have some civil rights down there. I'll get the other information about that also. I'm going to bring that because I learned that at Mother's Justice Show. I mean, at Brother's Justice Breakfast that one of the attorneys uh, brought that case forward and I didn't know about that case. So, um, but you know, I mean, you know what I love, I love about our show, I love about your updates is because you always remind us how far we, what we did. You know, you bring all this, you bring it all about, about how we served in every war. And <laughs> the one thing that you didn't bring up this time was uh, Harriet Tubman and the uh, <laughs> and the Union soldiers that that that's, that saved the uh, saved the Union. I mean, saved saved this nation by fighting for for You know, we have been always courageous. We've always, always fought for our own liberation. We're the most courageous nobody, people there is. Nobody in, the, in history, and that's why they don't want you to know your history, because African descendants of the United States enslaved, the ones who were held in bondage, uh, in in slavery for 254 years, uh, died in every war. And Every war. In 1812, when they joined, 1814, they joined the that's British. Right. The British. That's right. That's Let right. That's right. They joined the British. That's right. They burned down the White House, I mean, the Capitol, and had to rebuild it. <laughs> and that's why that's why the Star Springer Band talked about that in the, in the so-called national anthem. That's why they don't say they don't they don't sing that uh, that standards because they were given praise that the flag was still there after the flag after the real after the White House was burnt down. So, Mr. Ryan, I just enjoy you coming on. You always bring us such an update, such a lively conversation. Are you planning a big Thanksgiving this year? I know you're not cooking, but I think well, I want one thing that people folks to remember. If you can't vote, you can't fight. Okay, we can't be have black <laughs> uh, men and women in the military all around the world fighting for somebody else's freedom, and they have person's right to vote is being challenged right now. So, uh, well, I you know what? We're gonna, gonna have... we're gonna work on that. Yes, and make sure we get the information out. But also, we got to wake up the young people. They got to come off of TikTok. Got to come out of this foolishness. You know what? And understand where they are and what, how they're being used. To, they how social engineering got them out there doing something that that their ancestors would not approve of. So, <laughs> yes, everybody. Well, listen. You always come on, and I always love it. So you tell your family uh, happy Thanksgiving to your family and uh, and all your friends and all that food you go eat. We are blessed now, so we know it's going to be good. <laughs> I wish the same thing to you and your family, Reverend Harriet. All right. Thank you so much, Mr. Okay, Ryan. All right. Yeah, all right. You listen to the Mother's Justice Show on 11:50 a.m. KKNW. We're going to take a break, and I'll be right back, and I'll bring my next guest on. The King County Sheriff's Office is proud to support the Mother's Justice Show. We're an equal opportunity employer that recruits, hires, and trains qualified and diverse police officers to practice constitutional policing throughout King County. With a starting salary of $62,000 a year, scheduled pay increases along the way, generous health, dental, and vision insurance, and a take-home car upon successful completion of field training. This can be an attractive and rewarding career. So join us and be a person that serves their community and helps to bring about positive change. For more information on becoming a member of King County Sheriff's Office, go to our website, kingcounty.gov slash D-E-P-T-S slash sheriff. That's kingcounty.gov slash departments slash sheriff. Or get more information by calling 206-263-KCSO. That's 206-263-KCSO. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. 
Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com today. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. Good afternoon. You're listening to The Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM, KKNW. I'm your host from Walden. It's my joy to be on air. You know, I love radio. And I love that song also because it just kind of goes into what we're going to, this is my esoteric show, you know, every time now and then I get to do, I get, I get to do a show with where I really live at and the spirituality. That's what guides my life. You know, all the other work in the world is fine, but you got to have a place where you rest at. You got to have a place where you can find peace and joy. And that is my spiritual walk. And so I want to bring my next guest on, uh, Ms. Cheryl Wilder. Uh, uh, she's a practitioner in Church of Religious Science down in Houston, but she used to live here in Seattle and she's my personal practitioner, been my personal practitioner for years, although she's a little younger than I am, a little like that. So, but anyway, how you doing, uh, Ms. Wilder? How are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful sunny day right here in Houston. All right. Well, we got some sunshine here in Seattle with all the lovely fall. And I'm right now looking out at the Cascade Range uh, mountains with snow on the top up there. So it's not as much, not that much snow as we will have. But welcome. First time you've ever been on my show. I've been knowing you for years and years. And uh, congratulations on, on being a pra- practitioner for 20 years. And you get to be a practitioner emeritus now. So that means you're skilled. You are, you, you, you just know how to do this. So um, I'm so glad to have you on and uh, just to uh, bring about you know, our vibrations and to just talk about some of the other things and about gratitude. I mean, you know, this is a time of year that people turn to gratitude uh, more so than every day. You know how people are doing it. Oh, well, they complain. But, you know, this is a time of year that people get a little bit more gratitude. And, and before we go any further, I want to just acknowledge Native Americans who've been on this land for thousands of years and kept it very good before the colonizers came. Uh, in 500 years, uh, look what happened to the environment. <laughs> uh, you know, and all of that stuff. But a little near 500 years is not even a point in the uh, in the in the, in time. Uh, but we want to just honor them and all this, you know, all of them who's not here, and thank them for keeping the land so good for us. And um, uh, and we know that Thanksgiving is not what they do. They don't. They, you know, uh, it's another reality for them. But um, we're thankful for life right now. So so welcome and uh, just uh, just come on in and just talk about what you know just. Just give us some some gratitude and some something to work in. Tell us about what you're doing also. What is a practitioner for all the people who might not know? Well, um, a, a science of mind practitioners uh, simply uh, know the truth beyond the effects. That's, uh, you know, be, beyond what's happening right now. Maybe at, at some point in your life, you, uh, a, a situation like dis-ease or lack or limitation of some nature has uh, shown up in your uh, life and affairs. And what you go to a practitioner for is is for someone to know with you the truth that you're always abundant, that uh, you're never lacking anything, that there's no reality in dis-ease and that uh, you can be fully restored uh, to health and that um, within your experience is everything that's needed to be successful, to thrive uh, in in all your life and affairs. So that's what we do as practitioners. We know the, the capital T truth that inside of each and every human being, there is that spark, mm-hmm. that spark, that God spark that's within <clears throat> each and every one of us. And we just sometimes need to be reminded of who we are truly. And that's what we do in the practitioner ministry. So in the month of Thanksgiving, we always talk about gratitude. And I always like to begin with a few quotes. And here's one from fabulous Maya Angelou. Let gratitude be the pillow upon which you kneel to say your nightly prayer. Wow. Wow. That's awesome, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. You know, there's so many wonderful quotes about gratitude. You know, there's so many activities that people do. You know, there's gratitude journals. I have a friend that does a gratitude jar where she has you put in, uh, you know, uh, uh, so many different things that you're grateful for. Um, 
you know, sometimes we'll do met gratitude meditations, mm -hmm. all those kind of things that you can do to anchor uh, that feeling within yourself of expectancy. Because as we uh, anchor what already exists in our lives, everybody has something to be grateful for. You took your next breath. That's something to be grateful <laughs> for. You're, as my dad says, uh, I, I am uh, above the ground. <laughs> you know, I, I, I am not six feet below the ground. So I, I woke up this morning, uh, you know, like the gospel says, I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on freedom. Well, you're free. Uh, you are the answer to your ancestors' prayers. Here you are right here in this perfect moment yes. so there's that's a right. lot to be grateful for each and every day yes that's right that's right that's right and, and that that is so good how you say that you know it's like wow that's awesome you know it's always something to be grateful for and i can remember just during COVID, and i asked people how to know oh, you know they have something to say so well you're not on a respirator you and you and you can breathe and talk on your own and doing COVID, you're doing good <laughs> yes yeah you know all this other stuff is fluff because <laughs> if you got breath and uh and you breathe it on your own life is so good <laughs> yeah 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 and i do gratitudes too i have i started this uh Actually, I heard it on uh, down Reverend Michael's stuff. I think uh, Ms. Campbell that was working with the youth, Reverend Cab Campbell, and he was talking about the grace is gratitude. So I I have these little slips of paper every night I, when I'm really, I, you know, I miss some nights, and I always say miss with love. Whenever ah. I miss something, I say I miss with love. Mm -hmm. And the next night is love notes to myself, you know. And then, but then at the end of that, I write grace is when I, my grace is gratitude, you know, every day. And sometimes I could say I miss with love, but <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, because that grace is gratitude is something that's outstanding, you know, I mean, other, other than, you know, stuff that you've already seen, you've talked about and that kind of stuff. So, and I've been doing a gratitude journal for, I mean, I was calling it, at one time I was calling it just my do have. Yes. Because sometimes, sometimes you got to get down to basic things like my granddaughter used to say, Grandma, I just got to have, I need ketchup. So, <laughs> so sometimes, you know, when I was going through something, you know, that was really, really challenging, I do a do have list. And that's just a I do have this. I, I do, do have that. That's right. I do have a pen that I can write with, you know. I got some, you know, I got this. I mean, I got some water. I do have some coconut water right here I can drink. I mean, so I get it down to the real minute things. And then that just kind of like takes all this other stuff away. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, you might have, but look what you do have. And I do have a lot of uh, papers around because I, I I read a lot. So I, <laughs> some people might call it something else, but I call it. <laughs> I have a lot of reading material around. High stack. That's it. <laughs> it's a do have. That's right. I do have lists. I mean, and that's and then that gets people thinking way down here. You know, it's like oh okay. I do have gas in my car. You know? mm -hmm. Some people got cars with no money to buy gas. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, tell me about Houston because you moved from Seattle down there and I haven't been to see you yet. Yes. Well, you know, Houston is, I'd say, one of the most diverse cities in the United States right now. We have some someone from everywhere in the world, probably, you know, five, five plus years ago, uh, you know, Hurricane Harvey, uh, you you saw, uh, you know, we we are the world, we are Houston. Uh, there are certain streets you can go down and have everything from Russian to Indian to uh, Guatemalan food all on one street. It is amazing. Um, and, you know, our neighborhoods are, are, are very diverse. Um, you know, we're... Uh, I'd say we're we we still think of ourselves as a uh, a country town, but we are definitely uh, what the third. I think we're the third largest U.S. city. Right. So, um, but how we, does black people thrive there and all of that diversity? Well, sometimes uh, people of color, we we the, the cheese just stands alone. 
Well, in the midst of all that diversity, we have, uh, you know, Texas Southern University, mm -hmm. uh, you know, of course, the uh, universities out there at uh, Prairie View and, um, you know, our community colleges and uh, here, um, you know, uh, uh, provide the educational background for uh, everybody, but especially uh, uh African-American folks to thrive. We have lots of great organizations. Uh, you know, we have our, our wonderful uh, mayor, Sylvester Turner, um, who this is his, uh, you know, he's he's our outgoing mayor and, uh, but he's done a lot of, uh, you know, great things like seeing us through uh, Hurricane Harvey and, you know, all kinds of things to build up the city. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, I'd say this is definitely a place where African-American people are thriving, especially in the small business community. Uh, we right. have Buy Black, Black uh, Saturday over at the Shrine of the uh, Black Madonna. Oh, yeah. Um, and and a several other buy black markets. Uh, we even there's even a dance thing. Uh, you'll uh, see black people church, which is like a dance uh, <laughs> uh, a th thing. Uh, you know, people are getting their groove on at uh, black people church. We had some black people church. Eh? <laughs> I have to look yeah. that up. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's more of a young people thing. They're okay. getting their their uh, uh, dancing groove, groove on. It's um, a new way to shout. Is it a new way to shout? Yeah, this. There's a. It's a. It's more of a dance thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, that that's interesting. You know. So hey, well, it sounds like life is good. I'll get down there to visit you. Probably the. You know, I mean, the summer time is when I'm going to probably do some trips. But uh, but uh, getting back to 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 uh, uh, you know, to spirituality and uh, uh, everything is spiritual when we look at it in a different way. Exactly. You know, and, and uh, earlier today when we had a little, light, a little light conversation, one of the things I was saying is that everyone, if people really understood that every moment is a gift. Yes. Every moment is a gift. I think that the world would be so much differently, you know. Yeah. You know, just, just having that, just sinking that in and just like, okay. Because so many people, when you leave home in the morning, some people don't think about getting back home at night, but a lot of people, everybody who left home today won't get home tonight, see, hmm. you know. Yeah, and that's uh, why we say our prayer of protection. That's right. <laughs> well, you know, calamity has always been with us, you know? Yes, I mean, calamity yes. has been with us since the beginning of time, but you just couldn't sue nobody if the elephant got, if, if, if a rhino, a rhino got you, you got one of your kids, or uh, if, if the bridge collapsed or, you know, whatever. It was, you couldn't go to court in those days. <laughs> yeah. May the light of God surround you. May That's the right. love of God yeah, unfold you. Would you? But everywhere we are, God is. Yeah, the light of God surrounds you. The love of God enfolds you. The power of God protects you. The presence there of God goes go. over you. And wherever I knew it was you something are, like that. God, I knew it was wherever something you are, like God is, and all is. Wherever well. you are, God is. God is, and all is well. Because my kids would, you know, when before we got in the car, they would say it, and they would say it before we when we got out before we got out the car, and when mm -hmm. we had some cars that was uh, that needed to get kind of get a little bit more energy to go up the hills. <laughs> he was in Seattle. Uh -huh. They would start at the bottom of the hill saying the prayer of protection to get us up the hill. <laughs> yeah, it's a wonderful prayer, isn't it? Yes, it is definitely a wonderful prayer. Yeah, you know. Do we have time for a short gratitude meditation? Ah, well, I don't know how that would work on the radio, but I guess we could try it for, for just a few minutes and see, you know. So, yeah. yeah. So hopefully all your radio listeners are out there and they can start by finding a quiet and comfortable space to sit down. We're not going to ask you to lie down. Ensuring that your body is at ease. Take a few deep breaths. And if it feels comfortable for you, close your eyes. If not, just go with us. Breathe in and out, and in, and out. And simply bring your awareness to the present moment. Feel the sensations in your body and the rhythm of your breath. Allow any worries to drift away and simply focus on the here and now. Think about the events of your day both big and small, 
Consider the people you've interacted with, all the experiences that you had, and the moments that brought you joy, gratitude, or peace. And let's just reflect on that. We don't have a lot of time. Well, well we had when, you, when you have a few more minutes to yourself, uh, we'll, we will... Um, when you have a few more minutes to yourself, you can uh, reflect on the things that brought you gratitude. That's and then right. you can savor those moments and create right. in yourself that sense of peace and contentment that you can take with you to your Thanksgiving events that you That's may right. <laughs> enjoy uh, later on this week. Um, and, you know, maybe if we come back for another uh, program, we can do a little bit of a progressive meditation where you can let go of some of that stress and tension that um, may have followed you. That's uh, right. <laughs> or uh, leaving when you're leaving the when you're leaving the Thanksgiving event because sometimes you go around. There you go. Maybe you, you might. To, you have to. <laughs> yes. Maybe we yeah. might need to reconvene after Thanksgiving and do a, a releasing. That's right. A <laughs> releasing. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. yeah and, well, and, because we have, uh, you know, I've done a few meditations where, you know, before big events and I, this one book, it, it was written by a woman in Seattle, um, Margot Adair. And I know oh, I have that book. I knew her. Yes. I knew her. I knew well, I figured yeah. you might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I knew her. Yes. So yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, Medit- autographed the book to me. Yeah. On- great meditation book. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's um, on myself. I, I know exactly where that one is it's on myself. Sometimes I got to look for things, but I know where that one is. That's yeah. a beautiful book because it even talks about releasing. Um, you know, she has releasing meditation. So if you That's do right. get in, into the Thanksgiving hubbub and uh, there's some stuff you picked up <laughs> that you need to <laughs> you can release. It. Yeah. yeah. There's some well, beautiful yeah. meditations on releasing things. Yeah. Right. That, let's, um, let's take a, a, a let's take a, a, a break here. Uh, we're going to listen to "Imagine" by uh, by Eve, Eve Cascade. She's going to sing that song as we can imagine uh, a great Thanksgiving for people. Also, you listen to the mothers just to show at eleven fifty a.m. KKNW. I'm your host from Walden. We'll be right back. To kill or die for. The King County Sheriff's Office is proud to support the Mother's Justice Show. We're an equal opportunity employer that recruits, hires, and trains qualified and diverse police officers to practice constitutional policing throughout King County. With a starting salary of $62,000 a year, scheduled pay increases along the way, generous health, dental, and vision insurance, and a take-home car upon successful completion of field training. This can be an attractive and rewarding career. So join us and be a person that serves their community and helps to bring about positive change. For more information on becoming a member of King County Sheriff's Office, go to our website, kingcounty.gov slash D-E-P-T-S slash sheriff. That's kingcounty.gov slash departments slash sheriff. Or get more information by calling 206-263-KCSO. That's 206-263-KCSO. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com healing.com today no other station delivers this much variety alternative talk 1150 yes you're listening to the mother's justice show on 1150 a.m kkn kknw your host from Walden. it's my joy to be on there and yes join me i'm not a dreamer you know i'm not the only one join us one day so we can live in peace you know i, I believe that I, I I believe pieces now. I you know I I don't think it's mammy pammy. I don't think it's an idea that has the way this turn. I think it's been two thousand years and we well, war could have got us there. Oh, if war could have got us to Nirvana and hatred could have got us to Nirvana uh, and jealousies could have got us to Nirvana, we'd be there by now. So join us in the quest for 
for imagining and living in peace. And I want to bring my guest back on. She's a practitioner. Uh, and also, she's also involved with her other, her other spirituality. I mean, uh, she has two so two, uh, two branches that she does. She's involved with the African spirituality. It's been around a long time, you know. And also, uh, she's a, a practitioner uh, 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 at the Church of Religious Science there in Houston. Welcome, welcome back. Yes. So, um, you know, we, we were we were talking about um, what does gratitude do for you? You yes. know, why bother with gratitude? Um, even though this reading is not directly focused on gratitude, I believe that uh, this the, the title of it and it's from uh, Reverend um, Michael's book. Oh, uh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Mind Fast and Soul Feast. Um, yes. Day 12. Um, about up-leveling your vibratory contribution, I think that that's what gratitude does for us. Yes. It yes, helps yes, us yes. to be at the same, uh, uh, to up-level ourselves so that we are getting closer to the vibration of what we want to bring into our life. Yes. So you say that, yes, I'm grateful for the life that Spirit has given me. Um, yes, I'm grateful for, you know, all, you know even um uh, uh a challenging circumstances that come into our our life just like there is the uh, uh particular experience uh there it, there's also the solution that is embedded into that experience so uh this little bit about up leveling your vibratory contribution i i think is uh, a a good thing and i'll just read it some people mentally try to pick up vibrations from things Crystals, good luck charms, candles, pictures, pilgrimages, and so forth. And I like all those things, of course. Um, but it says, you are not here merely to catch vibrations from things. You are here to imbue things with your vibration. Mm -hmm. I think that's where gratitude comes in. Everything in the three-dimensional world is made up of spirits, thought vibrations condensed into the form. That's right. It's vibration of truth reverberates through you. It vibrates outward from you into the world. You are here to anchor the vibration of the divine in the human dimension. And that's where gratitude comes in. We can oh. more fully anchor the divine in yes. the human dimension when we look at everything that we have already received source energy. Yes whether you call it God, whatever you call it, uh, yes. whether you're in the African tradition and we say Oladumare, or we call it the great mothers, the right. divine feminine, whatever right. you, by whatever name you call it, right. tapping into gratitude helps you to anchor That's right. that high and holy yeah. vibration everywhere you go in the world. <laughs> and people know it. I, yes, I, they do. In, yes. uh, I was in a pizza place not far from me, just right down Telephone Road by the 610. And a lady came way over from the, I think they were uh, someplace else in there in the, the restaurant. And, you know, of course, I was probably wearing something very interesting, but, you know, <laughs> not see me, you know, uh, I, uh, but uh, she came over. I need a hug, you know, Um people know when That's your right. vibratory frequency is That's high right. enough to share something with them. They know. That's right. They really and, do know. That's right. And when you're anchoring gratitude yes. each and every day, yes. you, you simply, are, you know, now some things you might be a magnet to, some things you might need to send back, but... <laughs> but uh, but a lot of those things are magnetized. Your good is magnetized to you. Yes, and that's why one of the reasons why uh, you know it's not for nothing that uh, we take time and bring bring a space into our lives to anchor gratitude. That's right. That's right. And you know, the sooner that we can teach this to children, the sooner that they won't be so uh, disappointed or being sorry or. To feel like they don't have friends or nothing like that, because uh, once you're grateful and uh, and understand that uh, that life is always good for you, I mean, there's something always good. Our just our good is beckoning us all the time, and we have to open up our eyes a little bit to see it. 
uh, and, and to really fully accept that is good for us and uh, and wherever we go, uh, there's good. And I can, when my kids first said, when we first started this way at Unity, my kids would say, oh, that's good for us. I know it's a parking space. I mean, you know, because, you know, your first thing you do is start manifesting a parking space. And then kids become a believer. Oh, yeah, that's a parking space over there. Mama, there's a parking space. You know, I said, and then, you know, after a while, they want to get closer to where you're going. Well, let's see if we can get right in front of where we're going. You know, and, then, <laughs> and all of a sudden, they get there. We get there, you know, in our car. You know, our car got, got us there in those days. And um. Uh, and uh, they said, "Oh, mommy, can we get can we get a can we get a parking space right in front of where are we going? McDonald's, where it was? Yes." And we said, "Well, yeah, of course. Let's bless it. Let it know." And the art of blessing and believing that, then we get there in the parking space, and, and then they become believers. I mean, because you know you have to have a demonstration to become a believer, and once you have a demonstration, you know, and that's why when people say the Lord is my shepherd, well, how is the Lord your shepherd? How has the Lord been your shepherd? Can you talk about the demonstration when you know for a fact that the Lord was your shepherd or that this blessing just kind of dropped out of nowhere? Out of nowhere, an angel came up. And then when I, when I leave it, sometimes I need help, but, you know, getting my stuff upstairs and whatever. And I, I sit in my car and I say, well, I know God got an angel for me. You know, why not me? And then somebody walks out the door or something like that. And it's, oh, yeah, I'll take it up for you. So I said, and I say, thank you for being my angel today. And they look around. I say, yeah, you know, God always has an angel for me every day. <laughs> and I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful. And they show up all in all kind of colors, you know. I mean, when you're short, sometimes at the grocery store, you need an angel. And sometimes I'll be trying to get something and I call them. You know, sometimes they look like me and sometimes they don't. If they tall, I'm going to call you. I'm saying, come here. And I said, you know, I've been short all my life. I've been short since the ninth grade. Can you reach that for me? Yes. <laughs> and I'm always grateful. And then I say, thank you for being my angel. Because that's, you know, because I expect angels to show up for me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's what you tell, that's how you help people. Because you're the practitioner. You know, I'm not, I'm not a practitioner. You know, I do other kind of spiritual work, but you're a practitioner. We are all the practitioners of our own life. You know, you're yeah. all the practitioner and spirit acts upon us, not as what we say we believe, but what we truly believe in our subconscious mind. And then, you know, just, just say that again, because, you know, that's the uncharted course in our community. I mean, you know, I'm right now we're talking about African-Americans. So right now in our community, because we've been fed so much stuff since we got stolen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> since we got stolen <laughs> so, so just talk a little bit about consciousness you know and what it is and how, well, how, how, how it runs our life i'm going to try to make it as simple as possible in um science of mind we always talk about seed soil plant so we are constantly placing seed thoughts into our unconscious mind and they sprout up as, you know, all the different conditions in our life. Um, so, you know, if I want carrots, I need to plant carrot seeds. If I want collard greens, I need to plant collard green seeds. If I planted carrots and inspecting collard greens, that is not going to happen. So what are we planting? in our subconscious mind? What thoughts are we planting in our subconscious mind? Are we sowing seeds of negativity? Are we sowing seeds of lack, limitation, dis-ease, dis drama of every nature? Then we shouldn't be surprised that, you know, we're harvest, that, that there's a harvest of those kinds of effects that are happening in the world. But in our own personal experience, we can change, we, you know, not only are we the, we're the sword. Uh, we we are the, the the responsible for the seed, and we are the ground of the consciousness, and we witness the effects. We witness the effects. You know, mm -hmm. I really like how you say that. And I, sometimes I tell people uh, that it's like the hologram on on the uh, on Star Trek. We're always ordering from the holodeck. We're always yes. ordering, but we don't always know that we're ordering. You know, yes. because because we, we have not been brought up in that consciousness of knowing 
that that every time every word is a prayer. I mean, it's no idle words. I mean, you know, it's no jokes in spirit. <laughs> Everything. So yeah, yeah. And and even if we don't say the words, we're yes. planting those. What whatever we're allowing, you know, whether it's other people or uh, ourselves to plant in our consciousness, those things come about. Sometimes even those off, uh, you know, I, I remember uh, driving down a street in Seattle and I says, oh, wouldn't it be nice to live on this block? And I kid you not, it might have been probably 10 years later, I ended up living on that very same street in right. Beacon. Yes. And I just took a side trip down that street Oh, many years be before, there were no houses for sale. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden, when I was looking for a home, uh, my friend's son, who is a real estate agent, he got, uh, you know, and I had said, oh, I'm done looking at houses for the day. And, uh, you know, he called me and he says, oh, just come look at this one. And when we walked up the stairs in the loft, you could see Mount Rainier. <laughs> and that's the street that I drove down many years before that. And why did I drive down it? Because uh, I, we were doing a project at the King County GIS Center and we were editing streets. And that was one of the streets that I would, you know, we were editing and, you know, doing lots of other, you know, geospatial stuff with. Um, but just that you would come full circle, you know, to 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 be working in that area, you know, in the virtual world. Yes. Drive down that street in the real world and then several years later own a home on that same street. You can't make this stuff up. No, you can't. Cannot make it up. You cannot make it up, you know, really and truly. And I've been reading Joseph Murphy book, The Power of the Subconscious Mind. Uh, and I've been giving it out to people. I think I've given out 10 copies and going to give out more for people who's willing to walk through that door. Because you got to be willing to walk through the door of transformation to change your consciousness. And I'm still working on it. I'm still peeling the onion. I'm still doing it. So it's not it's not complete. <laughs> we are all works under construction. You know, there's, you know, there, there, there's, you know, uh, no one that, uh, you know, that, I think that's one of the things people don't talk about uh, their own explorations of consciousness, their own, yes. because they say, oh, well, people will say, well, you're not perfect, blah, blah, blah. Well, who is, you know, who is, but we are all uh, working uh, toward uh, knowing our highest and best self. That's right. That's right. And, 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 and that that, that's right. And to know that that highest, highest and best self is unlimited. Yes. There's no limitations there. And the more that we can free ourselves to walk through those other doors, then the vastness of the universe opens up to us. You know, and then we find out we find ourselves transformed uh, uh, into the house that, uh, you know, uh, buying the house on the street that you went down years ago. You know, and those kinds of things. And so, I, you know, for me, I'm a believer. I believe this way of life, and I've been practicing for a long time. I raised my children in this way of life, but I believe that I, I think more and more people is wait, are wanting to wake up to something. They want to hear some good news. Mm -hmm. They and then and now you you could actually create your good news, like we're doing right now. We're creating good news. I mean, and good news is going out over the airwaves. I mean, uh, you know, and it's going to find a home somewhere. I mean, because people so want to feel encouraged. They want to feel encouraged. They, they, they have a place to be and their gifts are needed. This is why young people, their gifts are needed in the world. Our gifts are needed. And I just say, so it's not, you know, we're, we're not giftless. We got gifts to give. Creator gave, made it so. It's like you're giving your gifts right now. And I'm so, so appreciate you taking your time to come on here with, uh, with me and this Thanksgiving night, this Thanksgiving week here. Uh, this uh, beginning of the holiday season, the way we know it, you know. And, <laughs> and for, for this side, you know, um, where we're at right now. And uh, so, um, and, you know, I, and I just loved, you know, your mother passed away a few, almost a few years ago. And that, so she was a dear friend of mine, you know, Miss Wilder, you know, and she always says, God be with you. <laughs> yes, she always did. 
And, <laughs> you know, a now, lovely, lovely lady. And um, yeah, she raised a lovely daughter. And what we share in common that we're both only child. I have, I have a propensity to, to attracting only childs to me in my lifetime. <laughs> yes. I've lived yes. a lifetime doing that. So, so I have a lot of friends who are only child. And I, we, we just, we have a great uh, time together and uh, your mother was uh, was a beautiful spirit a uh, beautiful person who raised a beautiful uh, daughter so I, i'm grateful that i that i i got to know i got to uh, uh, to meet your mother and have spend quality time with her yeah yes you know now that she's passed on i've had the opportunity to you know i've been going through a lot of her books and uh uh you know, uh, uh, you know, she has all sorts of all sorts of cards and uh, just a, a, a vast amount of spiritual material. Uh, one of her books was this Sylvia Brown Meditations. <laughs> you know, and, 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 you know, she's she on the cutting edge. Your mother was on the cutting edge. She probably had some friends who's wondered in her time, well, what is what is what is Carolyn doing? You know, I mean, what, what kind of stuff is she doing? What kind of, you know, so, yeah, you know, yeah. But she's yes, very, very much aware. Isn't that beautiful? Yes, it, I had a vast amount of of of, of meditative and spiritual material to pull from for her memorial service. It was I bet you did. You know, we only got two minutes here left now. And so I just wanted to, you know, wanted you to just, I wanted to thank you for being on my show today and I'll have you back. Uh, you know, I, I do esoteric shows at least once a quarter. Uh, right. If not, uh, according to what's going on in the world, I might need to do them a little bit more. But I wanted to, uh, you know, as we end the song, you know, we're gonna do uh, the, uh, you know, uh, Blessed Always. And that's, that's one of the beautiful songs that you sing. Uh, and I just, you are a blessing. You're blessing our show today and uh, blessing people. And on uh, this Thanksgiving uh, week here, I just bless you and thank you for being on my show today with, with, uh, with great gratitude for you. Well, thank you for inviting me. I look forward to visiting uh, your show in the, in the future. All righty. Well, we'll, 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 we'll make sure that happens. We'll make sure that happens. Okay. Have You've been a listening to this Thanksgiving. And a beautiful holiday season. Well, bless it always. Happy Thanksgiving to people out there. Yes, Talk happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. There's Thank always you. something to be grateful for. Always something to be grateful. Thank you. See you next Loving time. Loving you. Loving you.